Good afternoon, America, and welcome to the Dean's List. I'm Dean Bowen. You are listening to America Out Loud Talk Radio. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Dean. Happy 2024, Sin. Uh, we have good things in store for us. Good things. Yeah, we're looking forward to good things. I think you have to go into the new year looking forward to, you know, good things. Yes, especially in in this election year. Yeah, the, <laughs> this election year. We, we don't know what's, obviously, you never know what's going to happen, but it seems like there's always... This year more than ever. You never know what's going to happen. No. Uh, we thought 2020 was exciting. <laughs> 2024 is going to be a excitement on a whole new level. Buckle in. I mean, buckle in. You've got, you know, states trying to take him off the ballot. And by him, I mean Trump. Um, you know, we, we'll see if the Supreme Court weighs in. We'll just, I don't know. There's all sorts of, all sorts of uh, fun stuff coming down the pike. Fun. It's crazy and fun. And that's such a strange way to describe it because... <sighs> just the state of things right now of our country, but yet uh, we are living in such an exciting, crazy time filled with such potential, mm-hmm. even in all the upheaval. <laughs> even in all the mess. Yeah. Even in all the chaos. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're right. We're going we're gonna to look back years from now. And we're gonna we're gonna reminisce on how you know what an exciting time it was to be alive mm-hmm. and to be out there getting stuff done. Mm-hmm. Let's get in there. Let's go. Yeah. So, um, you know, at this time of the year, the question you know that's on everybody's mind is, you know, the new year. Obviously, um, people like a fresh start. People like a fresh start. I tell the kids at school, you know, they get they get several fresh fresh starts, and this this being one of them. Well, every day can be a fresh start, but yeah, traditionally the the beginning of a new year is is the time that everybody is just ready to make new things happen. Yeah, right. Change, make changes, and all that. I mean, you can do that on a daily basis, but mm-hmm. traditionally, yeah, the new year is. The time that everyone tends to really think in that direction. Yeah, for some reason, January 1st is a magical day on the calendar. (laughs) So magical. (laughs) You know, we're starting the new diet. We're going to start the new workout plan. We're going to, you know, we're going to set a goal to read 20 books this year or or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. you know, resolutions and goals. And I mean, you and I aren't big resolution people. Uh, No, not at the first of the year. No. Um, but we do believe in goals. Yes. Obviously. Obviously. You know, we set them. Um, you know, but the first of the year is not a big resolution time for us, but yet at the same time it's and I Well, what we do at the beginning of the year is we set aside a number of days going into the year where we um you know, almost like 40 days. There's 370. It's like a, like a tie, like a 10%. We take the first 37 days and we, we do journaling every day. We just, you know, we, we ask the Lord, 
um, about the new year. We try to, we try to, we pray and we listen and we, we just get direction heading into the, to the entire year. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I mean, it's just a time for us of, of quieting ourselves and, and listening and preparing to launch into fully into the new year. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we'll, you know, we'll say what's, is there, you know, a particular word or is there a theme or is there, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as we, as we just, you know, contemplate, you know, we ask God what, you know, what, what direction do you want to give us? Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of how we approach it. Yeah, yeah. So we don't necessarily have a list of resolutions or, you know, it, we don't approach it like that. We're interested in and where God wants to take us. Mm-hmm. And that's how we started last yeah, year. The meaning, the purpose of the year. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know that, you know, I said to you the other day that, I mean, I didn't set a goal to, <laughs> you know, at the start of last year, I didn't write down, you know, 10 steps on on how to have a radio show on America Out Loud. <laughs> it wasn't even on my radar. No, no. You, you know, we just... You know, we ask God, where you know, where do you want to take us? Yeah, I think if you just put yourself in the position of always being, um, always listening, always being open, always being aware to the world around you, uh, opportunities present themselves. Mm-hmm. You have these thoughts, um, and these thoughts can lead to the opportunities. Mm-hmm. But you have to be you have to be paying attention in order to hear what's going on in your heart or in your in your mind where it's leading you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a nice way to to say it. Instead of just going about your daily business, your routine, your whether you're in survival mode all the time or just plugging along and getting everything done that you need to get done every single day. If we just would make sure that we are always open to the world around us in a good way, obviously listening, having our eyes open, our ears open. I think that's when we are able to engage life in a way that is contributing we then can contribute as we're listening and watching and paying attention. It's, I think it's the difference between being reactionary and being active or being a consumer or a giver. Right. Same, you know, same idea. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's, I don't know. I, I, I like that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And maybe it's not the thing for everybody. I mean, some people are goal setters, and at the first year, they need to sit down and write down, write out their goals. Right. Maybe because they need something very concrete. Because mm-hmm. maybe what we're maybe what we're suggesting is is not as concrete mm-hmm. in a way for some people. The way that they the way that they work. Sure. Right. The way that their personalities work. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely say it's not concrete. It's more. Mm-hmm. Well, you're listening. You know, you're 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 listening to your heart. You're listening to what you think God is saying to you. Mm-hmm. Um, some people get weirded out by that. <laughs> yeah, 
you know, some people are of the uh, belief, you know, in the mindset that, you know, God isn't going to speak to you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we re- happen to believe that though. So we're, you know, right. we are always aware. Yeah. Yeah. That happens to be our, our thought process is that, you know, God is, is interested in our lives mm-hmm. and he's, and he wants to speak to us and offer us direction. And we're open to that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's just how we go about it. But we were listening to to someone last night and she was, you know, talking about, you know, in this coming year, really having a, a meaningful life. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I like how, how she termed that. And, you know, it got me thinking in terms of pursuing things that are meaningful. You know, that could be a, a really good approach to come into a new year. Yes. Is to think about things that are meaningful, you know, to you personally, Mm -hmm. you know, and and maybe that's a way to go about it is listing, you know, just getting out a sheet of paper and listing, you know, what, when you say, when you ask yourself, what's meaningful to me, and then just, you know, writing these things down. Right. And when something is meaningful, I think that what you can draw from that is that if it's meaningful to you, it's also going to be something hopefully that is, that can be meaningful to other people mm-hmm. so that we're not just um, trying to accomplish things that are just in our little world mm-hmm. for us. Right. Selfishly. Right. But consuming. whatever it is that we plan to do this year, let it be something that will extend out to others and be beneficial and meaningful and needed, especially in this, especially in this year coming up, Mm -hmm. the selection year. I think it's so, it's going to be so important that we are reaching out to one another in encouragement and in love and um, goodwill. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Across the board, really. Um, You know, so as you're writing down things that, you know, if, if that's a way you want to approach it, you know, write down things that are meaningful to you uh, and, and how would they be meaningful to others? How would they, you know, help others? The rising tide lifts all boats. I mean, here's a simple thing that we could all do is just when you're out anywhere, look up and smile at people. Right. Yeah. Like make engage, eye contact and make smile. Make eye contact, engage, smile at people. That's... I know it seems so simple, but I see so many people with their heads down and um, just not not wanting to look around at one another. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we go to the grocery store on Saturday mornings. Yes, that's our that's our thing. Yep. And there's a, a particular cashier there. Yep, and we've befriended her. We've befriended her because she's there when every week. There. Yep. Yep. And it's just it's fun to see her. Yes. It's fun to smile at her. Yep. And we talk, we do, you know, we've, we've engaged about family and what's going on. And she broke out pictures last time. There's been several times she's pulled out her phone. Um, I've seen pictures of her, her dogs and, you know, family members. And so, you know, that seems, it's just such a simple thing to do. And it started only with, Hey, hi, hello. With a smile. I mean, we could go in there. 
and we could shop and we could keep to ourselves and we mm-hmm. could go to the register and we could scan and mm-hmm. and not look up and not engage. Yep, but we just started engaging and now we have this relationship. We also have a relationship with another couple <laughs> that would they be there at the same time as us every week as well. And we just, we started engaging with them. Um, he's, he's so friendly. Yeah. I think he started, I think he started it, but you know, we, you and I are very, when people are do that sort of thing where we jump right in, we love, we love to interact with people. Um, and so we, we have a a friendship with them as well. It it makes a difference. It does. It makes going to the grocery store enjoyable. Yeah. So on days when our schedules might, we might have other things to do and we may have to go a different day Mm -hmm. because we go the same day every week. It's always a little sad because we know we're not going to see our friends. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> right. It's true. And there's, you know, there's days that you've gone by yourself. I haven't been able to go. They always ask where you are. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's just, I don't know. And it, it really began ultimately just because you go in and you smile at somebody. Yep. So I think that's an excellent suggestion. Yeah. Grow relationships with people out and about wherever you are uh-huh. people are going to need connection and friendship and encouragement more than ever mm-hmm. <laughs> in all the craziness mm-hmm. that that could potentially unfold throughout the year right right and even if you know you don't frequent the same place like we you know we frequent the same grocery store every saturday that's you know that's where we go but even if you're just out and about going to places that you don't normally go I mean, it's going with a smile. Yeah. Say something encouraging to someone. Mm-hmm. The other day. So the other day I was at the bank mm-hmm. and I go into the bank and, you know, this male and female, the two tellers were always in there. And, you know, we always talk. We always say hi. They always ask me how I'm doing. And this particular day, I don't know what the deal was. There were things going on and I just, I didn't have a smile. And I, and I walked in and, and he said, well, Dean. How's it going? How are you doing? And, you know, they're both standing there. And I just went, I mean, I, you know, I I don't know. And they just, they both just looked like, oh, what? What's happening here? What? Yeah, what? Dean isn't smiling. Right. And I just said, you know, I'm just not feeling it today. Uh, you know, but it, it, we had a conversation about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was just kind of nice. I left feeling a little better, actually. Yeah. You know, because we had this moment uh, to engage. Yeah, and how nice was it that they realized, "Hey, you're not yourself today." Yeah, and you know, said something to you, right? Yeah, yeah I don't know that that kind of stuff is fun, and I think it's a great suggestion. Mm-hmm. You know, walk around with a smile on your face. Yeah. Um, I mean, there are other things, obviously, that are that are meaningful. Right. Find your find something that can be beneficial to the people around you mm-hmm. that means something to you right. because then it's going to mean something it will mean something mm-hmm. to the people around you when you when you share that mm-hmm. whatever it is mm-hmm. you know it might be uh i was in the drive through the other day at the the coffee store here in town the coffee shop mm-hmm. and as you are as, often as i like to occasionally mm-hmm. in the mornings occasionally and, <laughs> Daily. So I pull up to the window and um, she says, you know, your, your coffee has been paid for. 
Mm-hmm. And I look around and she said, well, the car in front of you, you know, they paid for it. She says, as it happens, the car in front of them paid for theirs and they just kept it going. I said, well, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to keep it going. Yep. You know, that kind of stuff is fun. It is fun. You know, let's, uh, I don't know, let's just get out there and, you know, go after it. Mm-hmm. Go after it with a with a positive mental attitude. Let's go into 2024 thinking positively. Mm-hmm. And, and how how we can explore things that are that are meaningful things that have meaning to us things that that have purpose mm-hmm. you know not just not that setting goals and resolutions are a bad thing because they're not but you know pursuing things that have meaning I, I think is a little deeper than just you know I want to go on a, a diet mm-hmm. you know I want to start a workout plan I mean those things are all great because I think we need to you know live and lead healthy healthy lives yeah for sure but um let's go after some meaning let's let's go after some purpose let's let's think about that mm-hmm. make a list all right uh we're coming to the end of segment one that was quick our first segment of the year mm-hmm. all right let's go uh we'll uh, pause here and we will pick up the conversation on the other side of this break You're listening to The Dean's List on America Out Loud Talk Radio. The buildup of spike proteins is dangerous to your health. Global Healing's Foreign Protein Cleanse detoxes your body, removing the spike proteins, allowing your body to repair from within. Formulated by Dr. Edward Group and by Dr. Brian Artis, Foreign Protein Cleanse targets and detoxes spike proteins in the body. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Be a part of a revolutionary new healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interests of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company discuss the harmful effects of spike protein in your body, and now they found the solution. The Miracle Enzyme Natokinase. Their spike support formula contains natokinase, the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body. What's more, spike support is optimized with other all-natural, non-GMO ingredients, like dandelion root, to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells. Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best. America Out Loud listeners can go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Welcome back to the Dean's List. I'm Dean Bowen. 
You are listening to America Out Loud Talk Radio. Thank you for joining us in 2024. We are happy to have you on board. Uh, and instead of talking about goals and resolutions, uh, we, you know, we want to explore things that are meaningful. You know, what what has meaning to you? This is, uh, that's that's what we ended the last segment with, was just this whole idea of, of maybe making a list of things that are meaningful to you. Um, and then going after it, you know, p- pursuing those things that, that not only have meaning to you, but uh, can, can help others. A rising tide lifts all boats. So we, we have a dictionary here. It's the Webster's American Dictionary of the English Language from 1828. It's the original. Uh, and the word meaning uh, is interesting what the definition of meaning is. What does meaning mean? <laughs> what does meaning mean? What did you write down over there? Oh, just part of it. Um, intention, purpose, aim. Mm. Mm-hmm. So to pursue something meaningful, uh, I mean, it's, you know, you're going to be intentional about it. You're going to, you know, you're going to, set a purpose you're going to go after it i guess it's kind of like setting goals but it's different than just setting goals you know a lot of times you know goals are uh you know how you want to improve yourself and not not that there's anything wrong with that because i think we do want to improve ourselves all the time Uh, but pursuing something meaningful takes it to a, a whole different level i mean the way i envision it is it's not just me you know, deciding, okay, I want to go to the gym and work out every day, or, you know, I'm going to cut sugar out of my diet or whatever. It is, you know, how can I, this really sounds cliche, but Kennedy nailed it when he said, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. I almost feel that, mm-hmm. you know, what, what can I do to help the country? Yes. Yes. This year more than ever. This year more than ever. And a lot of times, you know, we think, I don't have any influence in the country. What can I do to help the country? But it starts local. Mm-hmm. It starts in yeah. our community, in our local community. What can you do that's meaningful in your local community? And your sphere of influence. Mm-hmm. Everyone has a sphere of influence. It's true. Everyone does. Mm-hmm. Even if it's your family. Well, first and foremost, right. not even if it is. I mean, even if I don't know, first and foremost, your family. Yes. Yeah, that's the place to start, isn't it? Yeah. What can you do that's meaningful for your family, mm-hmm. for your kids? With intention and purpose and aim. With intention and, yeah, right. For your kids, your parents, siblings. Grandma, grandpa. I mean, <laughs> cousins. Yeah, go down the list. Uncle Joey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what could we do that's meaningful? There's countless. I mean, you, again, you just have to you have to look around and say what's what's needed here. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's a great question to ask. What's needed here, mm-hmm. and can I provide it? Mm-hmm. And if I can't, how can I help? Mm-hmm. How can I go about to to get to help the cause to get what needs to be provided? 
I mean, that to me is that's the best place to start. Yep. With intention, with purpose, and with aim. Mm -hmm. You know, this obviously is a show about education. Um, you know, so a, an excellent place to start is your kid's school. What could you do to, to make things better at your child's place of learning? Mm-hmm. What could you do there to provide meaning? I mean, it doesn't matter if it's a public school or not. You know, private school, a classical Christian school, mm-hmm. or a home school. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's got to be things that you can do, ways that you can be involved. Yeah. And whatever you step into, uh, first and foremost, be positive. <laughs> Yeah. Go go into it with a positive mm-hmm. mindset. As this year is going to be a challenge in so many ways. And it's going to be easy to sway to the negative side of things. But whatever whatever comes our way, positivity is going to be essential. Well, they the, the phrase is it's a game changer. <laughs> that overused phrase, that's a game changer. But I think it is. Mm-hmm. I think having a positive mental attitude about whatever it is you're going into changes the game. Mm-hmm. It certainly changes the outlook. It changes the atmosphere. Yeah. When challenges come up, just say, okay, all right, how are we going to make this work mm-hmm. for our benefit? Mm-hmm. Or what can we do? What can we do to turn this around? What you always, always having that, yeah, that mindset of let's make it, let's make this good <laughs> somehow, some way, somehow, some way. Let's get in there. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> some people aren't going to understand why you keep doing that. Well, they should go back, I guess, and listen to I don't know what what show it was before was Christmas, the last, yeah, was the last, last show before Christmas. Um. You know, especially when you're going into something that, you know, for example, we're talking about, you know, your child's school. If your child is at a public school and maybe things aren't aren't looking good, you know, there's a lot of public schools out there that things are bleak. Uh, but, you know, so in, in a situation like that, it's easy to go in with that mindset that things are already bleak. Mm-hmm. But if you go into it without that mindset, if you go into it with a positive outlook on life and, you know, what can I do to to help the cause? Mm -hmm. And go to other people and say, what can I do to help you um, see things in a positive light? Not that you want to do. You don't want to come in there like a bulldozer, but um, I'm just saying be be a benefit to other other people with your positive attitude. Come into it not like a bulldozer, but mm-hmm. somehow helping people to, to see the light mm-hmm. of of positivity. Mm-hmm. So the way that I it's use contagious, though. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. It's contagious. I oh. I I believe. So if you, I mean, I don't know that you'll have to show people how if you just are and they're around you enough. I think it has a tendency to mm. rub off on other people. Yeah, it does. It is contagious. Maybe not everybody, but... <laughs> well, 
So we, I used to describe it this way, and I, I still do, but I haven't in a while because the staff, they've heard it enough. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's two types of people in the world. There's always two types. Mm-hmm. But in this scenario, the, the two types are uh, you can be the, the person who um, people uh, are ups- people are happy when you walk into the room. Right. Or the person where people are happy when you leave the room. Right. <laughs> right. You know, so yeah. you know, which type of person do you want to be? I think, you know, we want to be the person that brings happiness and joy when we walk into the room. Right. I would always tell my eighth graders that you're going to be a memory. And they would always look at me like, you mean when we're dead? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, no, you're every day, you're going to be a memory in all the minds of the people that you were around that day, they're going to go home and they're going to remember the day. And you're going to be part of that memory when they think about you. Is it going to be a good memory or a not so good memory? Mm. Wow. What will they carry home with them regarding what it was like to be around you that day? That's actually very deep. Look at you diving deep with the eighth graders. I don't know about it being deep, but I mean it's it's a great way to look at it though. I don't know how many people look at life like that. And that's a great way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um you know, we we talked in that last segment about just smiling at people at the grocery store. Right. You know, you're a memory to somebody. Yep. Whether they know you or not. Yep. Whether they know your name or, or not. Mm-hmm. Uh how many times do you remember that person that cut you off and and showed you a finger as they went by you on the road? You're like, oh, you remember that person. And it's a negative memory. Mm-hmm. You know, but you could be a positive memory. Yep. You can make people happy when you walk into the room or when you leave the room. Yes. You have that power. Mm-hmm. And you have that choice. Yeah, so when you're walking in into a room, you want the people in the room to have this sense of, oh, good, they're here, or you know, this something good. <laughs> right. Not, oh no. Oh man, <laughs> we're here. Oh, when are they gonna leave? Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, you know. So we're we're talking about pursuing things that are meaningful in 2024. And, you know, I think it can be something as simple as having that type of attitude and mindset. Mm -hmm. Another thing is that's going to be extremely important. I mean, it always has been, but um, in this this year that we're walking into is uh, pursuing truth. Just always being aware of, of truth. You know, as an individual, speak the truth, believe the truth, you know, chew on the truth, think about the truth, mm-hmm. because there's so much out there that is 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 not the truth. And if you feel like you um, have, you know, as soon as you feel like you've heard the truth, hold on to it um, and, and run with it and be wise about it. Like, don't you're going to take in so much information this year. Ooh. As a country, we're going to take in so much information. It's just going to be coming at us like a, like that. <laughs> you got I don't it. know what. 
You know, that reminds me, and not that I, I not that I want to dive into this in Primus article right now, I don't, but uh, I was reading the 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 Hillsdale and Primus from November. And uh Larry Arn, he's talking about the word conservative. And he says the word conservative is referential, meaningless without a reference to what one wishes to conserve. And I was thinking, you know, what uh what do I want to conserve as a conservative? You want to conserve something. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that popped into my head, especially as it pertains to education, was the word truth. Mm-hmm. Because truth in and of itself is under assault. Yes, we're in desperate need of the truth. And and we need to be intentional. Of, you know, the, those three words, intention, purpose, and aim, um, that's how we need to approach the way we take in information with intention and purpose and aim. Because mm-hmm. we are going to hear so much. There's going to be so much coming at us. Mm-hmm. We have to have, oh, we, we just have to have discernment. Mm-hmm. And we have to have wisdom to take in everything that's coming at us and filter through it you know, find the truth in it, if there is any truth in a lot of what we're taking in, um, and then know what to do with it. I think that's going to be part of going out into the world with, with in a meaningful way over the next year is the way that we carry truth with us and how we, how we integrate it, how we present it. You know, what do we do with it? Mm-hmm. We can use it as a hammer. Or, you know, we, we can, you know, not use it as a hammer. Well, that's what I'm saying, the wisdom. Right. You have to have yeah. wisdom to know how to handle the truth. And be careful not to just take things in and then run with it. You have to be discerning. You have to sit with it. You don't believe the first thing you hear, even if it's even if it's something good mm-hmm. and positive. Let it marinate for a while. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't run off with it. Just learn how to handle what you're taking in, mm-hmm. and then learn how to distribute it with wisdom. Right. Yeah. You know, and if you're if you're hearing something from somebody. Uh, and it might be the truth. It might not be the truth. But the point is, if you disagree with it, you know, you can, you've got a couple of choices. You can, you know, you can come out like a bear and you can jump down someone's throat or, um, you know, you cannot. You can, you know, perhaps have a have a discussion mm-hmm. about, about it. Right. Um, you know, this uh, as you know, Aristotle would, would call it a, a, a dialectic to kind of get to, to the heart of the truth, mm-hmm. you know, instead of, you know, coming at somebody accusatory, mm-hmm. um, you, you know, you know, you can, there, there are, there are ways to go about it. Mm-hmm. And I, and I think you're right. I think we have to use w- wisdom in that. And that is, you know, the heart of, of pursuing something that's meaningful is how are we going to 
Number one, how are we going to pursue the truth? How are we going to deal with it? How are we going to handle it? How are we going to treat it? It is very possible to speak the truth with love. Yes. And that's not being weak. That doesn't mean you're weak. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. It's the opposite of being weak, I think. Mm-hmm. I, I think you can speak the truth in love. and, and It's a tender strength. Yeah, that's and, a nice way to say it. Mm-hmm. And but, I think that makes far more of an impact than going about it <laughs> other ways. Uh, and it's you're not going to turn, I don't think you're going to turn people off as easily. Mm-hmm. I think that you, if you're, if you come at it like that, then you're going to be able to maintain relationships, even though you might disagree, you you will still be able to maintain a relationship, I think, because mm-hmm. not everybody's going to agree on every single thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's going to be some disagreements that we're going to, you know, find with people, but I think if we definitely, you know, approach it in that manner, then you know we we stand a, a greater opportunity of of not losing relationships, mm-hmm. and that's meaningful in and of itself. Maintaining relationships. Yes. Yeah, well, it's important that we are we're in unity, not that we agree about every single thing, but that we are unified in in goodness. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and the things that we want to pursue. Mm-hmm the things that are good, the things that are true and beautiful and lovely. Mm-hmm. All right. Speaking of things that are good, beautiful, true, and lovely. That's the end of this segment. We are coming up onto the break. So let's pick up this conversation on the other side. You're listening to The Dean's List on America Out Loud Talk Radio. Well, the out loud truth was the rallying call that started it all. America Out Loud dot news was an idea, a movement, a place where folks would feel comfortable speaking the truth without being censored or canceled. The First Amendment is alive and well. America Out Loud talk radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute, and we want to earn your trust. Natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. Cofix RX Nasal Solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. If staying healthy is important, you'll want to make sure to add throat spray to your next order of Cofix RX. For a limited time and exclusive for America Out Loud listeners only, you can save 25% off your entire order. Let's double down against colds, flu, strep, RSV, HRV, COVID, and more. Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25.
Welcome back to the Dean's List. I'm Dean Bowen. You are listening to America Out Loud Talk Radio, and Happy New Year, everyone. Happy, happy New Year. Happy 2024. Uh, welcome back into the studio, by the way. Thank you. Nice to have you here at the top of the year. <laughs> it's nice to be here. <laughs> so we're talking about things that are meaningful uh, or pursuing what's meaningful. Mm-hmm. You know, resolutions are great. Setting goals are great. But going after things that are meaningful, that's thats where the heart of it lies. Mm-hmm. And just, um, you know, make 2024 something that, that that's what you pursue, that you pursue things of meaning. And a lot of times that involves other people. Mm-hmm. It involves benefits that are not just for you. It's not, you know, a lot of times our goals at the start of the year are self-help, self-improvement type stuff. Mm-hmm. Going to lose weight, going to work out. Nope, there's nothing wrong with that. And that stuff should be part of it. I think we should always be focused on improving ourselves. But sometimes looking outside of yourselves is even better. Those three words, uh, intention, purpose, aim. When you were talking about the word meaning Mm -hmm. or things that are meaningful, attention, purpose, and aim. And the, the word aim jumped out at me. And I just thought just the word aim and I thought about a sharpshooter and um, how we want to become sharpshooters this year in our sphere of influence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We want to take aim at, at particular things. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, sharpshooters in, in, a, in a positive sense. Right. Yeah. Not that right. you're, not that you're, <laughs> right. you're out in the woods taking people out. Right. No, it's it, the positive sense. Hit the mark. Hit the mark. Take aim and hit the mark. Yep. Hit the mark at things that are meaningful. Mm-hmm. In that last segment, you know, we were talking about, you know, preserving and conserving truth. Mm-hmm. You know, that 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 came up. That was the thing that jumped out at me as I was reading the Imprimus, you know, the last month's Imprimus were, you know, Larry Arn is talking about, you know, being a conservative means to conserve something. Mm-hmm. Um you know, and so I thought, you know, what what do I, as a conservative, what am I trying to conserve? You know, obviously we want to conserve freedom and liberty. I did write that down. But the thing that jumped out at me was truth. Can you have freedom and liberty without the truth? No. I believe not. <laughs> you cannot. <laughs> no, you're right. I mean, that's why things are falling apart, because the truth is taking a hit. Well, you know, if you know, we're we're biblical. I mean, we're Christians, mm-hmm. you and I. And the Bible says that where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And the Bible also says that he is the way, the truth, mm-hmm. and the life. So he's the truth. So where the spirit of truth is, there's liberty. I don't know that you can have liberty without truth. Right. All right, we just brought it around to a <laughs> <laughs> to a Christian point of view. Mm-hmm. Um now, speaking of truth, speaking of liberty, speaking of Jesus, uh, you were talking about the road to Emmaus. Yeah, the story of the road to Emmaus. I really like this. And there's I'll get to the reason why, um, but I'll read it. Yeah. Now, this happened right after the resurrection, the same day. So it says, now that same day, Two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. They were talking with each other about everything that had happened. 
As they talked and discussed these things with each other, Jesus himself came up and walked along with them, but they were kept from recognizing him. He, he asked them, what are you discussing together as you walk along? They stood still, their faces downcast. One of them named Cleopas asked him, are you the only one visiting Jerusalem who does not know the things that have happened there in these days? What things, he asks. Um, about Jesus of Nazareth, they replied, he was a prophet, powerful in word and deed before God and all the people. The chief priests and our rulers handed him over to be sentenced to death and they crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one who was going to redeem Israel. And what is more, it is the third day since all this took place. In addition, some of our women amazed us. They went to the tomb early this morning, but didn't find the body. They came and told us that they had seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. Then some of our companions went to the tomb and found it just as the woman had, had said, but they did not see Jesus. He said to them, how foolish you are, how slow to believe all the prophets have spoken. Did not the Messiah have to suffer these things and then enter his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them what was said in all the scriptures concerning himself. As they approached the village uh, to which they were going, Jesus continued on as if he were going farther. But they urged him strongly, stay with us, for it is nearly evening. The day is almost over. So he went to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and began to give it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he disappeared from their sight. They asked each other, were not our hearts burning within us while he talked with us on the road and opened the scriptures to us? <laughs> So, I mean, it's, it's such a great st story in so many ways. There's there's so many things I could pull, pull out of this that I just love. But the thing that was standing out to me as we're talking today about truth is um, when they said, we're not our hearts burning within us when he was talking to us and opening scripture to us. So... You know, let this throughout this year, if we could all be be aware of our hearts burning within us. Mm. I think I, I believe that I believe that when we hear the truth, there's something in us that knows knows the truth when we hear it. Mm -hmm. I mean, if we're open individuals and we you know, if we're open to that mm -hmm. and we're genuine about it when we hear the truth i believe we know it mm. our hearts will burn within us so i think that's something that we need to keep in mind all of us need to keep in mind throughout this next coming year mm -hmm. is paying attention to that kind of that still small voice mm -hmm. i mean it's, it's our heart um but is it burning within us are we and if it is are we going to stop and pay attention to it? Mm. We're going to say, you know, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. I think my heart's trying to tell me something right now. Mm -hmm. I better pay attention to it. Mm -hmm. mm. That um, that's an exercise right there, mm -hmm. and and almost training ourselves mm -hmm. to get there to just pay attention. Because it's easy for us to disregard those moments. 
And, and I think since it is so easy for us to disregard those moments that, you know, maybe that's definitely something meaningful for us to pursue. Um, because it does. Listening to mm-hmm. our hearts. Yeah, just getting alone and, and listening and paying attention to what's happening. Mm-hmm. You know, something else about the, that story in Emmaus is I wish, I wish that it was written down specifically what he said to them. <laughs> right. When he opened up the scriptures. When he opened up the yeah. scriptures and he talked about, you know, Moses throughout everything that points to him. That would have been so great if if we would have known yeah. exactly specifically what verbatim. I also love too that he he pretended that he was gonna keep going. Mm-hmm. They were ready to to stop and he was gonna he was pretending mm-hmm. like he was going to keep walking, but they they asked him to stay. That's another huge thing too. Mm-hmm. And you you get this idea and this impression from this story, even before they said, did not our hearts burn within us, you get this idea that he, as he's speaking to them, they're they're filled with such comfort mm-hmm. and they're filled with such hope. Mm-hmm. This on the very, the very worst day of their lives, mm-hmm. clearly it was. I mean, they're, they're downtrodden, they're downcast. They just lost him. Mm-hmm. And... Yet what he's saying to them fills them with such hope mm-hmm. and such life that they don't want him to leave. Right. They don't know who he is. But if they wouldn't have asked him to stay, I believe he would have kept going. <laughs> he, he would have kept going. Yeah. I think you're right. He would have. But, you know, they said, will you please stick around? Mm-hmm. And he did. Yeah. And he'll do that for all of us. If we ask him yeah. to stick around. Yeah. And he will open up the truth to us and 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 will it'll be easier us easy for us to navigate and discern everything that's that's coming at us. You know, even like I said, when when we hear truth, we know it. It's the same thing when we hear things that aren't aren't true. We'll get that check in our spirit. And this, that's also what we need to pay attention to is mm-hmm. is the check in our spirit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know about this. Mm-hmm. I need to check this out. Right. Yep. You know, this points back to the very the beginning of our conversation where you and I were talking about what our New Year tradition is. Mm-hmm. You know, the things we do at the first of the year, which is really to listen and pay attention. Mm-hmm. You know, and to ask, you know, what's, what's going to happen this year? Mm-hmm. Or what do you have for us this year? Or... Mm-hmm. You know what's the what's the theme of the year? Is there a particular word that, you know that 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 would jump out at us that you know maybe we should focus on? Mm-hmm. You know, ultimately it's us asking for direction, mm-hmm. direction into the year. Yes. Um, you know, and, I, and as you said, they asked him to stay, and he stayed. And if we ask that in our own lives, he'll do it. And mm-hmm. I think it. You know, it it points back to our tradition that if, you know, when we ask for direction at the beginning of the year, he gives it to us Mm -hmm. if we're paying attention. There's a verse in Psalm, Psalm Psalm 65 and 11, that says he he crowns the year with goodness. And that word crown means to encircle, that he'll he'll encircle your year with, with only goodness 
it doesn't say only. So I guess I shouldn't add only. It, mm -hmm. it says he'll encircle the year with goodness. So I mean, there are things that even come in at the us. Difficult so, moments. Even in the difficult mm -hmm. moments, we're still encircled. Um, you know, surrounded by by his goodness. You know, ultimately, I think we have to be, you know, looking for it. Mm -hmm. I think we have to be searching for it. And, you know, I, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with offering him an invitation to stay. And all of this really has to do with, uh, with the start of our conversation, with, you know, making this year a year where you pursue something meaningful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there are different things that are meaningful to different individuals, um, you know, but certainly it's meaningful to us to pursue a relationship with him. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we've talked about, you know, in, in terms of doing things that are that are meaningful, you know, for others, um, you know, but pursuing a relationship with him is, is meaningful for us personally. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, because that is a pursuit of ours, that it does spill out to others. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it spills out to those that we come in contact with. Mm -hmm. At least I hope it does. You know, I, you know, I hope that it, <laughs> I hope it finds its way out ultimately. You know, so the question is, what's meaningful to you? You know, make a list. Write some things down and then, you know, go after it. You know, I wrote down, uh, as I was reading Dr. Arnes in Primus, I wrote down liberty and freedom, but then I wrote down truth. You know, those are things that I want to uh, conserve. I think those are things that we need to uh, pursue in education, that we need to be conserving those things in education. Right. And we need the truth in order to preserve the liberty, the freedom and Mm -hmm. the other things you wrote down and you know we need to have the courage to to share it with others the courage to share the truth mm -hmm. i mean even if it's just something simple as history you know the truth about history there are so many there are so many things that that were were lied to about mm -hmm. did i say that right lied to about <laughs> um, lied to about yeah i just in it it mm, it, it's frustrating. And so we're just going to go after it. You know, this year, all year long, we're going to, we're going to go after it here. And there's, there are many people out there talking about our true history, mm -hmm. um, but all of us can do it as well. I mean, even if we don't more of us need to be doing it, right. Right. Don't feel like, well, I'm not this or I'm not that. I mean, in your sphere of influence, mm -hmm. people are going to hear you, mm -hmm. and they may not hear it anywhere else. So mm -hmm. just say it, spread the truth. Say it and spread the truth. And if you hear uh, true history here, you know, share it. You know, feel free to talk about it. Uh, you know, tell the stories of true history to people in your sphere. Sit around the, the holiday table and share the good news. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I like that. Don't 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 think well because someone else is you know talking about it, then that's fine. I'm not going to talk about it. No, do talk about it. Right. Talk don't, about. Don't it. worry sure. about the size of your audience. Even if you have one person there. Right. Tell them the truth. <laughs> Even if you have an audience of one, mm -hmm. 
make sure they hear the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, this thought did occur to me while we were uh, enjoying the holidays this year. Uh, you know, I thought about bringing stuff up just to just to throw it out there and see what would happen. <laughs> but I didn't. <laughs> no, I did not. Uh, so you, uh, so are you going to be better about that? I am. Go- oh, I'm going to be better about it. <laughs> However, we did say know your audience. Yes, you've got to know your audience. Know your that's audience. that's the truth. Know your audience. Well, we have we have a lot to look forward to. 2024 is going to be filled with glorious things and challenging things and, and glorious challenging All things at the same time. Uh huh. So buckle in and enjoy the ride. Buckle it in. Let's go after it. Let's get in there. Let's go. Um, you know, find something that's meaningful to you and just pursue it. Go after it with reckless abandon. Um, and you know, wisdom. And with wisdom. Know, and love. Know, know your audience along the way. Speak the truth in love. But but make this a goal. Make it a purpose. Make it intention. Make it aim. Um, be yep. uh, Intention, purpose, and aim. Intention, purpose, and aim. Go after it. All right. Uh, Happy New Year, everyone. That's all the time we have for today, America. Thank you for joining us. Encourage your friends and family to get on the Dean's List. Let's unite to renovate the age. 